Right before recording this episode, I just had a lecture or talk. Actually, it was more of a conversation with students of Chulalongkorn University in Bangkok, Thailand. And we talked about how purpose and the skills that come along with it are greater than passion and how passion should not be something we should be chasing if we want happiness. And the book that I will be discussing will be exactly about that. This book is one of the reasons why where I am today. It gave me an alternative route to find what I am passionate about. So yeah, because they brought back memories of this book. This episode is dedicated to Professor Poom Kristenin and the students of Chulalongkorn University. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today we'll be talking about So Good They Can't Ignore You, Why Skills Trump Passion in the Quest for Work You Love by Cal Newport. The book answers the simple question, how can we find a job that we are good at and enjoy? It's all about the craftsman mindset and patiently developing skills instead of the typical advice that we see in social media that says follow your passion. And when you ask me, I don't really believe in following passion. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I used to before, but I think it only works when you do have a safety net of an abundance of resources. And if you do have that, by all means, go ahead. But not following passion and working on my skills actually led me to find work that I was passionate about. So this book does away with the passion trap and looks at a more realistic and practical approach to things. Again, if the passion advice was so good, Steve Jobs could have been a Zen master rather than building one of the most successful companies in the world. It's all over social media these days. Do what you love. And if you follow your passion, meaningful work will appear at your fingertips. I mean, that's what they say. But then again, is this the only right way? I actually felt bad about this before since I was passionate about things, but I was really struggling to make ends meet. Passion can be dangerous. Since it became a thing in the 70s, people have begun to follow their passions. Convinced that they should only do work they love, people switch jobs more frequently. But this has led to a constant job hopping and self-doubt. And most of the time, striving for a job we are passionate about often leads to unhappiness and dissatisfaction. And when we fail in following our passion, we are told that we are not doing it correctly. So what is the correct way to follow passion? This always bothered me until I read Don't Do What You Love, Learn to Love What You Do by Acquiring Mastery, Autonomy, and Relatedness. Here's something interesting. The more you master something, the more you will become passionate about it. It's proven by a scientific theory called the self-determination theory. The theory has identified the three basic factors required to generate intrinsic motivation, which leads to job satisfaction. The three factors are autonomy, the feeling you have control over your time, competence, which is the feeling that you're good at what you do, and relatedness, the feeling of connection we have with other people. To be autonomous and competent means that you have to achieve mastery in your given field. And to be able to do that, you don't need passion since it usually dies down. What is needed is the willingness to work hard to acquire the said mastery. And this is done by having the craftsman mindset. So what is the difference? The passion mindset asks, what do I really want? This focuses on the value that the jobs provide. This makes us hyper aware of everything, especially the things that we dislike about our work. 
The result of this is that job satisfaction and overall happiness decreases. On the other hand, the craftsman mindset asks, what value can I bring to my job? So no matter what field we are in, success is all about quality. The book title says it all. It's a quote from Steve Martin. Be so good they can't ignore you. Focus on the quality of the work you're doing now instead of always wondering if it's your calling. When you adopt the craftsman mindset, you'll not hesitate to do what is necessary to improve the quality of your work. And quality can be improved through deliberate practice. This is practice that stretches one's abilities and from which constructive feedback is sought. It is said that 10,000 hours is needed to become a master at something. But once you reach that master level, you still have to practice and see what else can be improved. For example, chess players who are masters will practice strategically by studying difficult chess problems instead of just playing more and more. Deliberate practice is uncomfortable, but this is the tried and tested road to true mastery. Try to remember the last time you struggled riding a bike or balancing on a skateboard or anything that requires skill. It takes time and effort, and it will be uncomfortable and maybe even painful. But once you get a hang of it, enjoyment comes. And the more skills you hone through deliberate practice, the more advantage we will have. This is because in the world today, it's really about supply and demand. So if we want rare and valuable jobs, we must possess rare and valuable skills. The skills are called career capital, and this is what sets us apart from other individuals. This is not just applicable in employment, but also self-employment or putting up a business. Yes, it's good to have a specialization, but the more skills you know to support your business, such as accounting and management, the better it will be for the business, even if you choose to outsource those tasks. Career capital is not just useful for getting things done and putting up our value. It's also a key ingredient for us to have a happy, meaningful life. This is because it gives us the autonomy we need, because the better we become, the better we will have control over time. Having the craftsman mindset is not just about all these, but it will also lead to finding a motivating mission that is a unifying goal for work life. People who have a useful and meaningful goal in their work are more satisfied with their work and are better at handling stressful situations. But our mission is not something we get overnight. It is really developed over time rather than discovered. So instead of searching for a job that corresponds to the passions, we should learn to love what we do. And this is done by having a craftsman mindset. And now since we have a knowledge of things, here are some things that we can actually act on. Decide the kind of market you are in. It will determine what is needed to bring quality. It's about being the best at what you do. Identify the skills you need to succeed in your given field. This is collecting career capital. A personal example of me wanting to become an educator and a consultant is to learn how to teach and get the degrees to be able to do so and continuously learn to be relevant. Keep controlled traps in mind when making important decisions about your work. Without career capital, there will be no control given to you. You have to be able to prove that your competence and mastery is there so that people can feel assured that you will do quality work when you have full control. To find your mission, you should learn about your field regularly. 
What is something that you can pursue for the greater good? With this, why not try out the craftsman mindset today? For me, I tried to follow my passion for years and it has frustrated me a lot. But when I shifted to the craftsman mindset, there were a lot of things that I could actually do. It wasn't about if I liked something or not. It was about what value can I give to others. And this has worked for me very well. And because of this, I would take commitment and skills over passion any day. And that was a summary of So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. Hope you enjoyed the summary. The book contains a lot of case studies that can be useful if you're interested. Till the next episode, this was Day, and thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.